Welcome to Above Par. I'm your host, Kathy Hartwood. I show you how to take more of your talent to the golf course without practicing harder, taking more lessons, or buying new equipment. I show you how to end the frustration of underperforming so you can start playing to your potential. This is where you are going to learn how to think above par so you can play below par. Let's get to it. Hello, my golf friend. Welcome back to Above Par. Thank you again for listening and sharing this podcast and sending me in notes, telling me about how much value you're getting out of the content that I share here. And I wanted to give a shout out in the middle of the winter to Lisa Stanek, who sent me a note. She said, a quick note to thank you for your Above Par podcast. I listen every week and has truly helped me master my brain on and off the course. I won my flight in our club's match play championship yesterday. It's the first time I've won an event as an individual, and I give a lot of credit to you and your podcast. Lisa, super grateful for that. But listen, my friend, you had to put in the work, right? You guys can listen to this podcast and just let it go in one ear and out the other and say, yeah, that sounds great, but she's putting in the work. And I appreciate you giving me credit, and I'm so glad that I could offer value, but kudos to you for applying it because she talked about how She ran into a little bit of trouble and she told herself to be calm, certain, and confident, took a deep breath and hit a great shot. She made a couple clutch putts coming in and won one up. She said, thanks so much for giving me the tools to play to my potential. Still lots of work to do. I know I'm going to have red light days and that's okay, but right now I'm going to enjoy my first win. Congratulations, Lisa, on your club's match play championship. That's awesome. I am so appreciative that you sent me that note. I'm so happy that you all can get value out of the content that I've provide here that's available to anybody. So please share it with some of your friends. Maybe you don't want to share it with your opponents. (laughs) I've had that happen. I've had people tell me I'm not going to tell them what I'm doing or that I'm working with you until the end of the season and I win my club championship. (laughs) That's okay. I'm going to have a podcast on that because there's plenty to go around, right? We can have people help us up-level our game too and challenge us to be better. But anyway, I appreciate you sharing it with whoever you like to share it with. And congratulations again to Lisa on her championship and using the tools here to help her win for the first time as an individual. That is awesome. Love it. Okay, so today what I wanted to talk to you all about was trust and how to trust your swing. And in Lisa's case, even just trusting the process of managing your mind. So often people will come to me, one of the statements is, I just want to stand over the ball and trust my swing. We stand over the ball and we just say, trust it. And then we wonder why we don't trust our swings, right? We take these swings like there's nothing like I can do on the range. Who was that person? I just don't trust it. So let's talk about that a little bit so that you can start building up your trust in yourself and your swing. By definition, trust is the belief in the reliability, ability, or strength of someone or something. (laughs) In this case, it'd be you, yourself. A simpler definition is one in which confidence is placed. That's you. It's trusting yourself. But a lot of times people will stand over the ball and say, I can't trust my swing. I don't know that I'm going to hit a good golf shot. That's true. We never know. That would be certainty that we're going to hit a good golf shot. You can't necessarily trust that part. You can trust that you can't trust it. Right? You could technically really trust that you're going to miss it sometimes. That's true. You could trust if you knew your stats that let's say you hit 50% of your shots out of the bunker and on the green, you can trust standing over that golf ball that no matter what I do, even if I'm relaxed, even I'm swinging freely and I'm thinking clearly, I got a 50-50 shot of getting this sucker out and on the green. (laughs) You can trust that. 
where you get into a little bit of problems is that you think you should get the 50% 100% of the time. You can't trust that. So we want to be realistic about what our swing can do and then trust that. Believe in that. Have faith in that. Have reassurance. Surrender to that. That's who I am right now. At this moment in time, sometimes I scull them out of the bunker. Sometimes I leave them in the bunker. But standing over it and making a swing from lack of trust right, would be lack of confidence, which would be doubt, which means that you're going to swing tentatively. You're going to squeeze the club a little harder. Tempo is going to be a little bit off. And the chances of you hitting a bad shot or getting a poor result go astronomically up. So you can't trust that you're always going to hit a good golf shot. Nobody can. That's why we swing and look up and say, where'd it go? Right? <laughs> I mean, if we swung and knew exactly where it was going. We just start walking, which sometimes we do. Sometimes you just know that was like, that was good. That's in the middle. You start doing the cocky walk down the fairway. Yeah. Or you walk a putt in, right? Sometimes that happens, but it's not all the time. So there's trusting the swing. But a lot of times what happens is we don't actually have trust in ourselves, period. End of conversation. We don't trust ourselves to keep our word. We don't trust ourselves to follow through. We're not reliable people to ourselves. So trust is one of those things that you have to build. You want to build off of the golf course. So let me give you an example. If you had a friend who asked you out to lunch and said, let's meet tomorrow at 12 o'clock at this restaurant, we'll have lunch. You're like, great, right? You go, you show up. They don't. They're not there. They call you up, say, sorry, something happened. How about tomorrow? And you go tomorrow. You're like, sure, let's try it again. They don't show up again. They're like, oh, sorry. My dog threw up on the couch. I got delayed. (laughs) Who knows what the excuses are? I didn't make it. Let's go Friday, the next day. Now you don't trust them. Now you're a little skeptical. They've lost your trust. Why? Because they don't keep their word. They say they're going to do something and don't follow through. You have a relationship with yourself and your own trust. When you say you're going to do something, do you follow through? Do you keep your word to yourself? If you don't do that off of the golf course, there's no reason that you're suddenly going to go show up on the golf course and have trust in yourself. Trust is in you, not in you, in in a certain category of your life or area of your life, or it's you, you trust in yourself as a human, right? If you say you're going to get up at five o'clock tomorrow morning, go to the gym and you hit snooze seven times, you lost trust in yourself. You said you were going to do something. You didn't do it. And you didn't follow through. If you said, I'm not going to have dessert this whole week, but you got your face in a gallon of ice cream at nine o'clock at night, watching movies, you didn't keep your word to yourself. <laughs> that was actually something I walked in on my daughter. <laughs> that's why that's fresh in my mind. I'm like, tell me you just didn't eat that whole gallon of ice cream right there. She goes, no, there's only a little bit left. <laughs> that's why that example just popped in my head, right? But if you say you're going to do something or call people or have a conversation and you keep kicking the can down the road, you don't trust yourself to follow through. So that's one part. The other part where we can lose trust is if, let's say it's five o'clock, you say you're going to get up at five o'clock and go to the gym and work out and you don't do it. And then you beat the crap out of yourself verbally. You feel crappy. You shame yourself. You say mean words to yourself. Right now you don't have your own back. And if you're sitting there eating a gallon of ice cream, watching movies, and that was on your list of things not to do that week, now you're going to beat yourself up and shame yourself. And you're going to feel crappy. So part of going on the golf course, maybe it's about trusting your decision over the golf ball. I trust that this is the right club. It's an eight iron. 
if you're vacillating whether it's a seven iron or an eight iron, I'm going to decide it's an eight iron. I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to trust myself to think clearly and swing freely over this golf ball because I know I'm not going to beat the crap out of myself if it was the wrong decision. This is another area where we don't trust ourselves. It's not only in what swing or what shot is going to come out. It's also in standing over the golf ball, making a decision, following through, and having your own back with whatever that decision is. The more you can do that and the more you can build on that, the more trust you're going to have in yourself. The more trust you have, the more confidence you're going to have, the more likely you are not going to swing from doubt or tentative or steering it down the fairway, where you for sure are going to make some wonky swings and hit some crappy shots. So if you find yourself standing over the ball, I just wish I could trust my swing. You can only trust your swing as much as you can hit shots on the range. Your percentages, that's what I talk about with your expectations, measuring what that is, having that stat. Trust the stat. Numbers don't lie. You can 100% trust that. You're unrealistic if you think that you can only hit 50% of the fairway on the range and you should go out and hit all 14 fairways when you play golf, four of them being par threes. You can't trust that. That would be a fluke in statistics, right? It sounds more like, I missed a fairway. Yeah, that's who I am. I'm going to miss some every once in a while, but I'm going to stand over it and think as clearly as I can, swing as freely as I can. So at least I got a shot of that 50% coming out. I'm not going to get in the way of that. You can trust that. You can trust that you can make your best motion by staying pretty calm, certain or confident over the golf ball, being in a place where you can make that free swing. You can trust that. That's a skill. That's what I teach. That's what I talk about in here. And that's what Lisa did. You can trust that. You can trust the mental component of golf and being able to manage your emotions and your thoughts. You can trust that. And you can build trust by starting to keep your word to yourself, making decisions off the golf course, keep your word to yourself and follow through and don't beat the crap out of yourself. Beating the crap out of yourself, what that means is that you stand over it and know that if you make a wrong decision, you're kind of going to give yourself a verbal spanking then it's, you put so much pressure on yourself. You're too afraid to make the wrong decision because you don't trust yourself that you're going to have your own back. Start having your own back on and off the golf course when you make decisions. Get in the habit. This is a skill that we build. Show up for yourself. When you show up for yourself, you build trust. And when you build trust off of the golf course, you can take that trust onto the golf course. And then you've got to be honest and realistic and pragmatic about the numbers of actually what you can do and trust that. There's so many different areas that you can build on your trust relative to the game of golf because that's such a great feeling. That's basically confidence in yourself. Not just your swing, not just the result you're going to create, create, not just the bounce you're going to get or the roll or your read. Some things we just can't predict in golf, but there's so much that you can trust about yourself and actually your swing and your ability to make a free swing. All right, my friends, check in on that. If you find yourself saying, I just want to trust my swing, check in and see where you're lacking trust off of the golf course. Start building it up there and you'll be able to take it on the course. Promise. All right. Have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. And don't forget to join my email list at kathyhartwood.com forward slash join. (laughs) 